With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them, because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Garage podcast. I'm Kyle Hamilton, along with KJ Wallace, Connor Radigan, Cam Hart. And yeah, this is episode nine, uh, the day after the Virginia Tech game, which was pretty lit. Got the dub. A little bounce back game for the program. Um, big win. Shout out John Doerr. Second big kick of the year for him. And uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize this. We were just talking about this, but they were pointing a laser during the game. Uh, and that's what Coach Kelly was like was he tripping was, about. He was pretty much icing John. I was like, let him kick the ball. What's happening? <laughs> let him kick it. Nah, the laser was like directly on their side, but like higher up. And he was pointed right at the, our sideline. So we can imagine that as soon as John's right. going to kick the ball, that he's going to point at John. But it was pretty big lazy. And you can see it. It's very distracting. So it's kind of smart. That was kind of smart. <laughs> that was smart. Yeah. That was smart. Yeah. One of the many, many tactics that we. <laughs> You figured I out from the, that was from like the an inside decision. job. The laser? Yeah. You think it was? Or you think it was just a fan trying to... But no, nah, he, def- I mean, he definitely like brought it to the game to use it for that reason. So it yeah. wasn't an inside job, you don't think? No, nah, uh, I think it was just a fan being a fan. That was hilarious. It was. <laughs> what was y'all's thoughts on Inner Sandman? I know we've been listening to it all week, but how, how good was it to finally hear it in person instead of in practice? That was probably the most hostile environment I've played in. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think that was uh, worse than Florida State. Yeah, they were, nah, the fans, yeah, definitely. The fans came with a lot of energy. They kept it the whole game. At Florida State, it was, like, inconsistent. It was ups and downs. But no matter if they were losing, if they weren't having a good drive, if they were doing good on defense, the fans were in it the whole time. So heads off to them, for sure. I thought the coolest part was when the song stopped playing and everyone kept singing. Yeah, so it's just yeah, like, yeah, I don't know how many people. How many people does Stadium have? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. It's only. Thousand. It's not even that many people either. Everybody singing the same song. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's crazy. Cool. I'm trying to pray, pray in the end zone when they're singing the song, and I'm like messing up my prayer, and I'm, I'm like in my head, I'm like, sorry, God. Like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm distracted right now. I'm like, oh, I'm fumbling. <laughs> I'm fumbling my prayer, but uh, nah, it was crazy. What were they saying on the sideline? Because you you were Bro, talking about they were saying some crazy stuff. Some crazy stuff. They were looking up numbers, like people were calling you by your name, KJ, Camp. Like one, the, I don't know who it was. She might have went to your high school camp, but this uh, girl, we obviously whoever it was, call her Cameron Hart. <laughs> Cameron Hart, <laughs> like go what? Like, somebody Jeez. somebody came down there. And was like, man. Yo, podcast. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's crazy. But 
I'm not a person to like kind of hear that stuff and be like, oh man, they're they're getting in my head. Like yeah. I like it. I think it's you know what I'm saying it brings energy. I think it brings like another aspect to the game. It makes you just want to go even harder. So, mm-hmm. what were y'all's thoughts just in the game on the game in general? I was kind I was kind of iffy. I was up and down. I was extremely happy at the end of the game. I didn't play my best, so that's probably why. Like even after the game, I was just like a little confused. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what the word would be, but um, I was happy. I mean, it was a good win. Definitely things to fix, one hundred percent. It's always things to fix, but um, came out with the win, and that's the biggest thing. It's always nice to bounce back after a loss, and like Virginia Tech's a good team too. It wasn't like they're a, yeah a bad team, so get another win. It's good, and it's also cool. Like I know it wasn't a last second field goal, but when Door hit it. Everyone like swarmed around him, and like that was pretty cool. It just shows that like we're pretty united as a team, no matter what happens throughout the game. Like same thing when like Cone came in through that touchdown, two point conversion. Everyone was around him, and the other games throughout the day that I that I watched, like there was a last second field goal from Texas A&M, and he hit it, and everyone kind of like didn't swarm around him. You know, there was like everyone kind of did their own thing. So I thought it was cool to see. The game wasn't over yet, but when Door hit it. I celebrated with him, celebrated with Cone. So a lot of like, people don't know this, but Coach Kelly emphasized that before yeah. the game. He walked around the locker room every section. He was like, it sounds weird, but he's like, make high fives a big thing today. And when thinking about that, he's essentially saying to celebrate with your teammates, have fun out there. And when you do something good or bad, just make sure it's with mm-hmm. the team, it's with the brotherhood. And yeah. that's what he defines brotherhood as. So it was definitely exciting to see us do that. Yeah, he's saying it takes nothing to bring positive energy. And I yeah. think that was... That carried us a lot through the ups and downs of the game. So, yeah, I feel like you don't really realize how big of a difference it makes just as a person you're like cheering on and stuff like that, or helping throughout the game. Cause I didn't realize how big of an impact I had on Tyler. Cause you remember when he came up to me in the locker room yeah. and then he was like Tyler Buckner. So he threw a pick in the game and then he's like walking out the field and I ran up to him and I was like, bro, like it's okay. Like you're doing really well. Just stay up, stay positive. And then I went out on the defense and he came with me after the game. Not trying to pat myself on the back, just trying to give an example. But he was like, no, I really appreciate that. Like, I really needed that in the moment. And I felt like I was trying to help him. But at the same time, um, just like trying to do what Coach Kelly was preaching for the game. And then you kind of see it really works mentally because throughout a game, you have so many mental highs and lows and you just need to be there in the fourth quarter, like game like that. If you're not there mentally at the end of the game, like we lose that game. Yeah. And so, and I feel like that's makes us really special. We're just so proud of each other and so happy for each other when we make good plays. And having that environment in a chippy game like that is the best part because things are being set in the field. Like sometimes punches are being thrown or whatever, whatever happens. But having your teammates rally around you and allow you to put that in perspective, like, bro, you don't need to be kicked out of the game mm-hmm. for anything stupid. That camaraderie, it, it was huge that game. And I felt that the most out of any game we've played so far. I feel like that really tested us, too, after last week because it was such an emotional loss. Mm -hmm. And then we came out yesterday, like, bad. Offense struggling, defense was giving up points. And we could have easily just went way downhill. Like, bro, not this shit again. Like, Mm. just completely folded. But, I mean, we didn't. And I feel like nobody really had the feeling that we were going to. Like, we just just kept fighting, kept digging the whole time. Coach Kelly was saying that. And, I mean, it showed at the end. Kind of cliche to our last episode. Just the mantra that's created in the Goog, like, no matter what the deficit is, no matter what's going on, everyone on the sideline is like, bro, we're going to figure it out. Right, we're going to win. So it, yeah, you got to figure it out. That was huge yesterday. Any stories? Uh, I didn't see it, but apparently they're throwing paper airplanes on the field. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't I, I was that. wondering if that was a tradition because I looked down on um, the Jumbotron side and there was like a big, big for paper real? airplane like 
it wasn't normal paper. It's like poster board. There's so much random things going on yesterday. Did y'all see it coming out at a halftime? That big spot in the end zone of just lucky charms on the ground? Yeah, bro. I, I like seen that. that. We just leprechaun. dropped a whole bowl of cereal on the ground. That like, was our leprechaun? That was our leprechaun. He was running around with a box of lucky charms. Oh, uh, I'm like, And I guess he like, dropped it. I don't know. But <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, what? At the end of the game, um, when we're running to the end zone after like the altercation, whatever, I was so scared going to the tunnel because the fans were like, they were infuriated. And I'm like, bro, they got beer bottles. That's what uh, I thought too. What's for that? So I'm like, I put my helmet on. I just ran as fast <laughs> as I can. Nah, it was dope though. Me and Connor were talking about one specific play where Cam came up and laid the boom on somebody. <laughs> nah, bro. Connor, what was your, what was your perspective on that? <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I watched the game on TV and I watched with a couple of guys in the team that didn't travel and kind of happened in slow motion because like I saw Cam and the guy caught it and he didn't see Cam yet. So I was like, all right, it's going to be a huge shit. So in my head, I'm ready to be like, <laughs> like I'm ready to get. And then he. <laughs> You kind of like glanced off him and you kept running. I was just like, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I came down. <laughs> <laughs> I came down. Let me take you on to the thought, thought process of Into Cam the mind of Cam Hart. So we're playing a specific coverage. I want to give up that coverage, but my responsibility is high or low. I have someone high. I have someone low. And I basically I drive when the quarterback throws the ball. So I take a quick peek and the quarterback's hands off the ball, but he didn't throw it yet. So I'm already thinking a little bit too much. And then I see the ball come out and I'm driving. I'm like, all right, perfect opportunity to get a big hit. So mid run, I'm like two yards away from him, like, bro, it's third down. Just get the tackle. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't you can't have those indecisions when you make that tackle. And that's definitely on me. Whatever. It's over now, but you can't have those indecisions when you're closing in for a tackle. So I think once I got to the point of contact, you either make a big hit or make a solid tackle. And none of those happened. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of those happened. So, I don't know. I was blitzing. I, I was blitzing. And then I get to the quarterback. He throws that turn around. And all I see is Cam, like, midair flailing. I'm like, bro, what just happened? What? <laughs> that was horrible. That was probably a moment in time when I'm like, all right, I need to put that. Because I was pissed. I was so mad. I was, I walked, I don't know. But um, that was probably the moment in time when I put everything in perspective. It's like, bro, next play. Yeah. I, I, that's, it's over now, so. Can't do anything about it. Yeah, for sure. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes 
completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're getting pretty used to playing in tight games like the past <laughs> few weeks. And um, it's kind of become... I don't know, like a growing experience, I feel like, for the whole team because every single game we've been fighting. And um, I feel like this bye week is perfectly timed after all of every, our first six games because I feel like these past few have been exhausting. Mm-hmm. And um, mentally and physically, going into the bye week, coming off a win, I feel like that's big for us. So what do you think your thoughts are, like how we've grown as a team to the bye week and like how we can improve going forward? I would say we definitely become closer as a team. Mm-hmm. Like as far as everybody, just dealing with everybody. I mean, we've all, like we always talked about how our locker rooms were close, but like I feel like just being on the field, it's no longer really. I feel like a pointing fingers thing ever. Really, it's just more like a, all right, we got y'all, we got y'all, we got your back. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. type thing. That's how I'd say we've really grown, especially in these past like two or three games. These past these last two or three games, and just kind of like celebrating each other. Like even that Wisconsin win, I felt like we were really all just celebrating each other that day especially like even like after last night after the game and stuff like that so really come together and really done these past six games it's hard to win like any college football game so we say like oh it's a close game a close game yeah but like you look around college football i mean not every team is blowing like okay georgia's playing really well but <laughs> like <laughs> it's hard to blow out teams and we've mentioned it before but i think it's part of the tradition that we've made here like how mm-hmm. we're used to winning by a larger margin or not winning at the last second but it's still like Virginia Tech's a good team. Like every team we play this year is a good team. It's a close game, yeah, and, and obviously it's exhausting. And, and you guys can elaborate more on that to me. But it's still college football. Like it's going to be a close game. Maybe well, you know, hoping for it, but more often than not, it's going to be a close game. And we're five and one, so I think it's testament to our character that we've won like all these close games, except for obviously the Cincinnati game. But at the end of the day, like you said, KJ, we're going as a team. I mean, we're getting better. And it's just, it's hard to win. And so I think that's just a testament to like the level of play that, you know, that we're going against. Mm-hmm. And to piggyback off that, just look around college football, like 
there's some crazy things going on. Like, okay. There's a lot of teams with one loss that shouldn't have one loss. It's, I mean, is Georgia the only undefeated team? No, nah, Kentucky. Or, Kentucky. Well, no, there's a few. There's a few. There's probably like a handful. But even still, there's a lot of top 10 losses, a lot of top 25 losses. So just to reiterate what Connor is saying, it's, it's truly hard to win in college football. And every week you got to bring your A game. As far as the team goes and going into the bye week, I feel like we've done a really good job in understanding our role. There's nobody that's like has to be Superman. There's no one that has to do anything outside of their what they naturally have to do. Everyone understands it. If you do your job, if you understand the schemes of what the offense and defense is trying to accomplish, then everything will go well. And then also, especially this year, and I guess I don't know if this is just me being on the field more or not, but I feel like people are more inclined to put their personal interests aside. And as far as what happens next or if they're going to play football at the next level or if they're not or if they're going to get a job or whatever, everyone's in the moment. And that's the biggest thing that I've seen. And um, I feel like it's paying off. Yeah, I feel like we've grown a bunch. Like there's a bunch of freshmen playing now, which is really good for our future and um, good for recruiting. I feel like just for the school, because everybody says like we don't play young guys and I don't know what they're talking about because we have a lot of young guys playing. Played nine offensive freshmen, true freshmen yesterday. I think, don't quote me, maybe it's nine. Eight or nine nine total, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised though. Yeah. And we have young guys on defense, like sophomores contributing and guys who haven't even played before. So as a team, we've grown up a lot and our future's only gotten brighter. And I feel like going forward, this week built a lot of confidence and getting that time to rest and rebuild and Relax your minds a little bit. Take your mind away from football. Over this next weekend would be really good for us and put us in a good spot going towards the rest of the season. But I saw a couple of things I wanted to talk about. I was just scrolling through Twitter. I saw two things. I was like, somebody said that Notre Dame never plays FCS teams, which is, I thought about it. I was like, damn, that's actually crazy. Because Toledo's Mac, which is FBS. And that's like the quote-unquote lowest conference we played. And I'm thinking about other teams. Playing like I don't know FCS schools, but we never play FCS teams. Wait, is there a top ten team that played an FCS team this year? I mean, Alabama plays Georgia State. Like Ohio State played Akron. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like stuff oh, like geez, that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and so we don't play FCS teams. Like our easy games, quote unquote, are not easy games. Not easy games. <laughs> Toledo is definitely not an easy. Yeah. Game. <laughs> we really don't have a week off except for a bye week. No. I mean, there's never a week off. There's no football, week but like. I mean, people say our easy games are like ACC team isn't doing as well. I'm like, these dudes are still good. Like, they're still yeah. ACC football yeah, exactly. team. And like, if we struggle for a little bit, it's World War Three about to happen. But the word is crazy. Like, <laughs> as I digress, like, uh, <laughs> as I digress, Ohio State. I remember when I, it may have been playing Akron and they gave their starting quarterback like the week off or something like that. Like, well, he didn't play. He didn't start in that game or something like that. What? He sat the bench in their second straight <laughs> quarterback played, and that's like. Probably the biggest thing. example of a week off, I feel like. So, yeah. um, and we don't get that. Who was the quarterback when they did this? This is this year? This is this year. Oh, they, I think uh, CJ Stroud is his name. Yeah. He, he oh, set really? out that game. And they still smacked him. And they still smacked him. So, I mean, I didn't realize that. What's the other thing? Somebody said, why is it college football the only sport where champions go undefeated? Baseball, basketball, NBA basketball, NFL football. College football is the only sport where... The like national champions, Alabama went 15 0. Jeez. LSU went 15 0. I think it's because the NFL playoff is, I don't know how many teams, but it's more than four. Well, if you count the SEC championship, I'm just saying to, or get whatever. Into the, to get into the chance to have 
like the possibility of winning a championship in college football, you have to, especially as an independent, you have to be undefeated. Yeah. yeah. If they change the 12 team playoff, then you're going to start seeing teams that have, you know, less of that. Like Nobody our, thinks our so. highest seed could be like five. the college football expansion put us at a disadvantage. Not necessarily. I, I don't think so. Cause we can't it's like, be in the top four. It's like a uh, power five champions. And then at large. And we, I feel like we'd always be that one of those at large teams. I don't know. I feel like college football is one of those things where you don't really see upsets a lot. I don't this know. If say that this <laughs> I mean, this year is, is an anomaly, but like, it's crazy. I don't know. I feel like you don't really see. I mean, Alabama just lost yesterday. Which, okay, this is not supporting my argument, but <laughs> I mean, to go like 15 and 0, I feel like you're just like, it's kind of not normal, but like in college football, you're like, oh, that team was just really good that year. They won every game, they won the national championship. Mm. And it's never like that in NCAA basketball and any other baseball. No other sport is like that. You got to think about the amount of games they play, too. I was going to say that. Yeah. Baseball is like that spot. Statistically. Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, 162 and 0. Yeah. <laughs> you also got to think about the sports, too. Like, baseball, a lot of it's between the pitcher and, and the hitter. And, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you got the outfield. But, like, it's like a immediate result of what happens between these two people, right? Like in football, yeah. you got a lot of things a lot going of variables. on. Like the D-line doesn't do this, then the linebackers get affected, then it pops out to the safety. Now the safety's got it. You know what I'm saying? So but it's even like, in the NFL, there can be a Super Bowl champion that has two losses. In college football, like one loss is just like... Yeah, your season's over. Like, yeah. I feel like that puts a lot of pressure on us and everybody else people, in college. Yeah. I don't know. We lose our seasons over. Exactly. It's crazy. You're like, you're just crawling to get back in. We don't in. have the conference championship. Yeah. It's yeah. Everyone else. You know. Has there been a two-loss team in the playoff? I doubt it. There's no, like, unless. Doesn't even sound right. Could you be an at-large team with two losses? No. I you don't think in college football you could. Unless you got yeah. the craziest schedule out. Like, yeah, yeah, unless you're playing school, you got the craziest. Uh, uh, schedule straight top ten. No, bro, you might have, like, like NCAA dynasty schedule. If you have two losses, you're like, there's no way to salvage. If you have a loss, it's really hard to salvage anything. Like Oregon lost to Stanford, and I feel like that's gonna affect them down the road. Like yeah. that, they're like struggling to get back in. And the quality of the loss always matters. Yeah. And whereas our matters. loss to Cincinnati, they end up being really good. That will help us. Yeah. But it's like college football is such a. If you can't have one bad week, yeah. or it's over. Like, all, yeah. And it sucks because you put so much work in in the summer and everything, and then just one day, three hours, not <laughs> even probably six plays, and you're just like, damn, yeah. bro. And only all every game come down to a few plays every game. Yeah, I think that's why college football is so exciting. That's probably why college football is like for a large amount of people that's their favorite thing to watch because I mean, like, it's always. Neck and neck is always on the line. One loss, right. as, we, as we just explained, can be season determined. So, so exciting. How about the day of football we had yesterday? It was nuts. Iowa, Penn State, Alabama, Texas A&M. Shout out my boy Zach Calzada, by the way. <laughs> you know him? Yeah, Georgia. Plays so well. Yeah, Georgia. That's a sheesh. But, um, I didn't that know. Was crazy, that was like, crazy. That was crazy. I didn't realize how good Georgia was, bro. Bro, defense is Bro, they're good. They're pretty good, bro. That's why I think that the, the playoffs should be expanded, you know, because those teams deserve to be in it. Like, I really think Ole Miss deserves to, like, their offense is really fun to watch. Yeah. And I think they deserve the chance to, like, play for the championship. Like, you know? fun to watch. Who yeah. they No, they beat Arkansas. Let me see. Wait, they, they lost, they lost uh, the Bama. They lost the Bama. Yeah. Let's talk about Kentucky being 5 and 0. 6 0. They're 6 0. That's crazy, bro. I was talking to somebody about the SEC and Texas and Oklahoma joining. 
you know each school is getting 90 million once they join each school gets million? like 40 million now once texas and oklahoma joins each school in the sec will get 90 mil- million annually texas got a big brand bro what does that mean from just the revenue that oklahoma and texas are bringing into the conference uh, that they disperse throughout all i guess how many teams are there now 14 16 so what are they bringing like 25 mil each i guess I mean, they bring in close to $100 million in revenue every Texas year. Texas is, I think, number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Vanderbilt is getting $90 million just from being in the conference. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Let's not do that. I mean, I'm no disrespect, but, uh, like, that's tough on their part to be, like, I don't know, we want to be competitive, but at the same time, we're getting $9 million from the biggest conference in thanks. football and sports. Oh, like as far as moving out or yeah, like yeah, they yeah, obviously yeah, like I mean, there's no disrespect, Coach Lee and his program. Like they they have two wins now. They're looking up, but like they could move out of the SEC and be more competitive. But then they would lose out on ninety billion dollars annually, which probably helps a lot. Not even the football program around I feel the school. Like that's- that decision is going to be well above the football program. Yeah, very, well that's the yeah. Big Twelve is going to have to add. Cincinnati joined the Big Twelve. Oh, that would be wait. Cool. What happened? Cincinnati's going to Big 12. Get out of America. Next year? Yeah. They, is it already done to do? And UCF, I think. Isn't it like 2023 or something? Or is it like right away? I think Cincinnati's next year. Okay, I may dope. be wrong. But That's yeah. cool. College football is about to look really, really different. You think we'll be in a conference soon? I think we're going to hold Actually, out. Actually, <laughs> I was telling you about the people who came. So there was this like higher ups in the compliant office that came to Chris Stevens' class and basically gave a, a presentation. And they were saying that... um. They don't see us join a conference within the next, what did they say, like three years. But they said within the next five years, that's definitely something that they're going to consider. Being still. What their reason is. Being still last year, how well um, we had an impact on the ACC oh. and this college football in general. And then just thinking about comparing us being out of a conference and uh, us being in a conference and what the pros and cons are. So oh. that's what they're going to evaluate. Bro. But I feel like. I wouldn't even want to join the ACC. I want we got to join the Big Ten. Ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so I'll be the Big bro. Ten. Well, I think with the if it does expand the playoff, I think it, that will definitely make us want to join the conference because if we don't, we can't even be in the top four of the playoff because it's the four, you know, conference yeah. champions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. College football is about to look really different in the next yeah. five years. It's going to be crazy. crazy. No, I could be a college football fan. Yeah, on the opposite oh, side of it. I'm a fan or so bad, bro. <laughs> There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes 
completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Onside the outside the garage, um, our weekly segment where you guys send us stuff to talk about, um, send us questions, random stuff, or football related, doesn't really matter. We'll, we'll debate it. We'll talk about it. This week, first question from at Aiden underscore class in 10. I think Cam said he was at the game. Yeah, he was at the game. After the game, he was like, bro, I got a question for the, for the outside garage. I was like, bro, I'm not going to remember it. Just DM it to me. <laughs> was he, where was he in the... When we were walking out, he was right by that. Oh, like, for real? Like, yeah. That? That's cool. So, um, he asked, you have to take a cross-country road trip with one coach. Who would it be? That's being our staff. Do two. One with our staff and one outside our staff. In our building, I would probably say Coach Reese. Outside of our building, Lane Kiffin. Oh, that was going to be an mm. outside building, too. <laughs> Just two really cool dudes you can chop it up with. I feel like Lane Kiffin is, like, the best guy ever. Bro. Really fun to play for. I'm going, I can't remember his name right now. Minnesota head coach. Outside of our building. DJ Fleck. DJ yeah, Fleck. DJ Fleck. Inside of our building, I think I'm going to Coach Taylor. Why? Coach Taylor. I feel like he's the most, I don't know, I think he got a little bit swag to him. It's not looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> in the building, I think McNulty would be a funny one to go. Yeah, yeah. Because Bro, he seems like a, a father, like I, a dad. I, <laughs> I walked from the stadium to the Goog with him, and bro, he just like debunked this whole like coaching experience. Like really? starting in like the seventies to down. Starting he's, bro, he's yeah. He brightens my day when I see he's him. He's like super experienced. Yeah. It'd be cool to listen to like well, you just said all the places he's been. You know, yeah. he's just a nice guy. Outside Penn State too. Oh, really? Mm. I don't know that. No idea about that. Um, outside the building, man, this is going to sound very cliche, but I just would want to, you know, sit down with like Saban a little bit and just pick his brain, <laughs> you know? It's, it's, very, it's a very cliche thing to say. <laughs> that would be the most awkward road trip, bro. Now you're all like the talk. <laughs> Saban and facts. Yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not thinking like a 12 hour, I'm thinking like a couple hours. Like, I don't know. Bro, this is I'm cross country cross road country. trip. Y'all might say three sentences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? All right, Connor. This is where you drop you off. <laughs> that would be fun, though, just to pick his brain. You think of sure. Saban? Cross no. country? I don't know if no, that's I'm thinking. Not. I'm thinking. Anyone else not going? Have you gone, KJ? Inside, uh, yeah, inside the building, I'll probably say... Um, I like T-Reese, too. I mean, T he younger, he's a younger dude, so like, I feel like we'd have a lot to talk about cross country, and I feel like T-Reese would... Uh, he might have some good music choice too. The Mental Edge, the song they're playing, Whoopty by CJ, and uh, we're the we're leaving, and um, Tears is like, "What was that song?" I was like, <laughs> "It's called Shazam in the back." <laughs> it's called <laughs> Whoopty by CJ, and he's like, "I'm about to listen to it right now." I look at him, go to Apple Music, look it up, play. And he's like, <laughs> uh, um, "That's funny." 
for my outside outside this our staff, I'll probably say um Pete Carroll. I feel like Pete Carroll would be mm. cool. Cool yeah. to do across the country. Cool too. So, I think yeah. I have I think I have a better answer. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Is he at Washington State now? Uh, the guy, that, like, uh, Mike Leach. Uh, Mike Leach. Mike, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's at Mississippi State. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheesh, that would be funny. Have you seen his that Twitter? Kind of he just posts yeah. like hella memes and yeah. stuff. It's hella funny. For real, you probably didn't know that. It's yeah. Damn, Lane Kiffin. Dope. Lane, Lane Kiffin would be dope. First. Yeah. First choice. Yeah, yeah. Lane Kiffin would be dope. I want to talk to him at I some point. If, <laughs> if our perspective aligns with the player's perspective, who we'll play under him. Me and KJ are watching this video of him and Matt Corral, and they seem like really cool. It doesn't look yeah. fake at all. Like it's like, dope. They go golfing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah. 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 Damn. Like know, Kiffin right? is just like a genius with like comes to football play calling, and he's just like a regular like a regular dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bean. Bean. Dean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bean? Yeah, like Dean. <laughs> Next question. This is from at Coach Humph. He's been sending us a lot of questions. Uh, here's your shout out. In the off season, what percentage of your social time is spent with non-teammates? I would say a ton. Probably like if we was to give actual percentage. Social like, time, I would say like seventy-five percent. Oh, social time, like not even not even time, just social time. Oh, so like, oh yeah, probably eighty-five. Yeah, like ninety. Ninety. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I think. I mean, I don't know if a lot of college athletes align with this, but I probably try to stay away from the team. Yeah. More so because I, especially here. at school. Yeah, I'm at a school where. Connections is a big thing. I want to meet a lot of people. There's a lot of people that doesn't come from situations I come from. So I feel like I'll be hindering myself if I just hang out with the football team mm-hmm. and not expanding. So, yeah, probably like 90%. Yeah. I'm not intentional about it, but I, I just end up. I don't know. <laughs> I, just go to class, I just go to class and be talking to folks and right. just end up in friends like that. And then Facts. obviously you meet whoever at whatever. But, yeah, definitely. I'll probably say yeah, 85 is a- Whoever at whatever. That's just a, <laughs> that's a way to say that. Whoever at whatever. But yeah, 85 is probably probably my percentage. Yeah, I mean, very similar to what you guys have said. I think it's fun meeting people outside of the team, you know, and it, mm. it could be from like other teams that, go, that play here too. You know, it's not just like regular students. You know, we all, when we came in the first summer here, our freshman year, we lived with the baseball, baseball, hockey. hockey. It's cool to meet other people that play in teams. And then obviously it's cool to meet like, you know, Regular students, because you know they're sure, the same yeah. as us. Yeah, much, you know? I mean, yeah. when I would probably say the same thing. Like a lot, most of my social time is spent with them because I'm obviously with you guys a lot, and we're obviously with them. But when uh, we have like a friend group per se that we would hang out a lot with in the spring last year, that none of them play sports and they're just really cool kids. A group of like thirty like guys Tom and girls. Huh? Okay, Tommy Smith plays rugby. Tom, <laughs> shout out Tommy if you're listening. <laughs> but I feel like that's what. We've been trying to preach to the freshmen. They're just, like, struggling and making friends outside of the football team. Like, bro, it's not, like, high school. Like, you don't have to be only friends with the dudes you're, like, you're on the team with. Yeah. Like, this is, like, you go to one of the most prestigious schools in the world who have, like, cool kids around you all the time. You just got to talk to these people. And I feel like we really did a good job with that last spring, just, like, branching out and, like, extending our, I don't know, that's going to sound weird, but, like, extending the connections that we have throughout. Yeah. Uh, student body and just showing people that I mean even in stuff like this like podcast showing people that now we're, we're not just football players we're not yeah. trying to just be douche jocks just walking around campus only messing with other football players mm-hmm. like we're really cool with a lot of normal students and I feel like that'll help us both sides that'll help them in the future and that'll help us in the future yeah. Yeah, so we both strive and make uh, better connections and then the connections we make now will only grow stronger Right. Good switch up too. Conversations be different. So yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, definitely. It's like I don't it's even like feel like a, a football player when I'm around. Mental break. 
once you get over the hump of like obviously when you first meet them the initial yeah. conversations about football like because i mean they don't really know you that's what they know you as, as a football player so the initial conversation is football blah blah blah, blah. but after we warm up for a while it's like a mental break from football for sure. and, yeah yeah that's, that's it's really actually interesting as you say that because i feel like that's so true like the first time we were probably hanging out was like maybe not awkward but like it was just a little like feeling out process mm. and now we'll just go over there and be like yo what's up like yeah how's how's finance <laughs> like not even talking about football like what you get on your finance exam like stuff like that which is very unique to notre dame i feel like yeah so freshman if you're listening to this lock in lock in or unlock or unlock per se. Get unlocked. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> unlock per se. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Or download the app today. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. All right, the uh, biggest thing going on in pop culture right now in the world, Squid Game. Number one watched Netflix show ever. Probably the number one watched TV show ever. Behind Game of Thrones. Shout ever? out Game of Thrones. You think ever? I, I think mean, everybody Netflix. in the world is watching it. Facts. Ever? I mean, within a week week long span, let's say that. Let me look that up, bro. <laughs> What are your thoughts? We all finish it. Okay, 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 okay. Disclaimer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Disclaimer. Squid <laughs> Game spoilers ahead. If you haven't finished it, go finish it and then come back and press play on the podcast. <laughs> all right, you've been warned. If you're still here and you haven't watched it, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's your Sorry. fault. Uh, I loved it, bro. I loved you it. loved it's it? It's probably, probably one of the best series I've watched probably in the last two years. Yeah. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. 
for you getting thrown fans. Yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm uncultured. I'm uncultured. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> I didn't watch it either. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I think we all liked it, right? So, well, which one should we start with? Should we start with this last game, or I just want to start with the fact. This is how you know we really liked it because we all decided <laughs> we're like. All right, cool. We're all going to start. We all started Squid Game together. We watched the first episode. We all sat down in the living room, watched the first episode together. All right, all right cool. We're going to watch some more episodes later this week. Everybody flagged. We was doing all this stuff, doing everything during the week. And the next thing you know, everyone's like, oh, finished, yeah, I finished the shit. <laughs> wait, 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 we were supposed to watch it together. And everyone's like, oh, no, I finished the game. Too long. Like, it's taking too long. All right, let's, ask, let's, let's go through each game. Let me know which game you would die at. Okay. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. So you would die? Bro, Bro, it's red light, green light. Just stop. Just stop. Turn around. (laughs) But see, they were pushing people and stuff like that. And I don't know, bro. I was was really good at that game growing up. You got bad blood around? Think somebody going to push you? I would grab you like like Buddy did. <laughs> like I'll leave it. Yeah. Like I'll leave. He got did so dirty. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did get did so dirty. dirty. Yeah, he so got yeah, did you dirty. go you go look for people and I'll I watch the Marvels. I'll watch the Marvels. He got finesse. Yeah. It's his fault. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the next one? The the little cookie. I probably die at the cookie thing. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Cutting the, the sugar. sugar. Yeah. The yeah. umbrella. I, got the um, I, I in my head, I was like umbrella cookie. I was like, bro. Did y'all see how green what's the dude? Yeah. What's the dude's name? I forgot his name. It's not Song Wu. It's the other one. The other dude. He's so green for that. Yeah. Bro. Which one? The dude. So um, Song Wu was like, um, I'm gonna look it up. He was like, he knew that what the game was gonna be, but he didn't say anything. And I'm like, bro, that's yeah. super. Oh, I know. His name is Song Wu. The other one's Jian. 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 So Jian was asking like, well, when he said I'm gonna do the umbrella, Song Wu was like, he knew that he was like, yeah. he shouldn't. He's do like Jian, and he turns around and he's like. Ah, no, nah, no, never, never, never. He did that <laughs> twice too, dude. Yeah, yeah, bro, I was so pissed, bro. Twice, so pissed. but yeah, I'll probably get, I'll probably get destroyed in that joint. All right, what's the next one? The tug of war. Uh, we would murder tug of war. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, murder, murder tug of war. Hey, that's crazy. The, the strategy, that everything that we do when we do tug of war in the summer. Oh, yeah. opposite sides opposite of the ropes. Side. Yeah. Side. Stronger person <laughs> in the back. Smart. Yeah. smart. Hey, hey, <laughs> next winter, when we're doing tug of war, dude's going to start and just lean <laughs> back. <laughs> Everybody's going to take three steps forward. I don't know about y'all, but I was crying laughing when he's explaining the story. He's like, me okay. and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> We you lean back <laughs> and pull the rope. I'm like, bro, what? Yo, Yo, I can imagine everybody taking three steps. What are you doing? <laughs> Bailey's blood was so everybody just leaned back. <laughs> pull the rope. <laughs> no, we, we murdered that. We yeah, murdered uh, that. Uh, you think y'all survived the night? Mm-hmm. For Wait. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, got to. But, um, bro, it if was I'm in that situ- black in there. If I'm in that situation, the first person I'm going for is that that annoying lady. Bro, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. She was yeah, crazy. She was crazy. Wait, did y'all watch it dubbed? Yeah, it was kind of... Yeah. Bro, her voice... <laughs> I just wish back to... Nah, I, I watched it in, in Korean. Korean. Yeah. yeah. You guys thought you can get rid of me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, what? Y'all surviving? The night? Yeah. The night. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. you doing? Are you are you trying to go get people? Or are you like trying to fall back a little bit? I'm just I'm pulling. Gonna, I think I'm going to be like the girl. I was like, I can't trust anybody. Mm. But ends up trusting people. Well, not really trusting them, but ends Facts. up joining the clan. But definitely my favorite character in the, in the so series. Yeah, she was definitely my favorite. She was uh, wrong. She was wrong. Next game was Marvels. See, I like right, the game. Now, they this, play, is where, this is where a controversy starts. So you're in, I say, at this table. Yeah. We we all in Squid Games. Are you choosing one of us? 
Are y'all choosing like yes. without As knowing a, the with, yeah without yeah. knowing yeah. yeah. Then we play the game. Got to play the game. <laughs> I would probably it. just do what the two girls did and be like, "Look, I'm not trying to kill you. Just whatever happens, happens. Just wait till the end. We can have these 30 minutes to talk, chill." That was a hard and scene. And then rock paper yeah, scissors. I, hard scene. Scene. I, I guarantee you, Kyle, you are not doing that. You don't think so? Bro, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm not with the the tattoos. Yeah, with the hole. That's what I said. I'm doing that, bro. Bro, I can't even do you like that. What you mean? I would give you the opportunity to do me like that. And if you want to do me like that, then I'm like, all right, I'm going to do you like that. <laughs> but if he was like, bro, I can't do it, I'd be like, I can't do so it. So what? You sit there talking and then be like, and then, I'm going to give it to you. And be like, uh, heads or tails. You would die, bro. bro. Why are y'all doing like the old man start walking off. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time he is everything that's going everything. on. But that's it, everybody. Nah, bro. <laughs> Who would be Alita? They got finesse with the rocks. Definitely, definitely. You. It'll be you. You think I can yeah, finesse? So be you, probably KJ. KJ. Probably you. I don't know. I wouldn't even get in that situation, bro. I'd be like, hold on. Where are you going with the bag? Nah, yeah. KJ <laughs> wouldn't be. I'd be like, bro, where are you going it with the bag? It might be you, bro. It would be me. I think you're the nicest one at the table. Or the the most naive at the table. I'm most naive? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to put myself in that think, situation. I feel like nobody in here. I would probably would. Cause I'm too trusting. Yeah, I'd be like, what, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, Cam, go ahead. Like, all right, yeah, you, see, like, <laughs> no, nah, now you gotta die. See, and I would have, I would have checked the bag too. I'd be like, bro, this bag don't feel like no marbles. And then the last game, or I guess the, the fifth game, the glass. Gee, bro, he almost went first. I'm running. You're running? I'm I would tell you that I'm running across. I was going to try to figure out how to align myself on the beams, bro. I would have done it like a jungle gym, just grab the bar and swung. No, there's no way. Yes. They shot you no. off that bar, yo. You think so? Bro, that was, that was so. the most cutthroat. You said something wrong that you was getting shot. That was Actually, cutthroat. Bro. It was like, it was, it was, it was the word gory. Like, they yeah. would shoot yeah, it was really, yeah, anybody. It was yeah. gory. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if y'all caught it, but they said, like, when the VIPs were there watching the glass part, they're like, Squid Game's Korea is the best. And so people are like, so is there Squid Game all over the other, like, country, like in America? In like Europe, what if they did different seasons for it? That would be nuts. That'd be crazy. What do you think it would be like? Tag for America? Oh, it would be question. Tag would be lit. Yeah, <laughs> like freeze tag, like freeze tag or something like that. <laughs> All right. So if y'all was in the last, yeah, there we go. The last, there we little, go. That's uh, what I want to get to. What's your last best friend? Little challenge, the last little game. What y'all doing? I'm doing the class three thing. When everybody, when all the players went out, even if say you were, say it was you and Kyle. And Kyla did everything that the, uh, yeah. what's his name? Sangu. If, if he did everything like that, then what would you do? Yeah. No matter what. Class three? Yeah. I'm not killing my best friend, bro. Yeah, but he wasn't his I got to lie, I'd probably kill you. All right, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't his best friend. I'm sitting there like, uh, I couldn't, bro. I couldn't. I, even after I done all I this like shady stuff. I my personality style. doesn't fit with dude a lot. Either way, I feel like I would probably do the things that the SNU did do done. You would kill the girl? Probably. I didn't tell oh, you damn. the game and I knew that what the game was. Oh, right, yeah, that's green. That's, that's green. green. I, would, yes. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to my I friend. killed off Ali just because I was smarter than him. I would do that, though. In that situation, bro, you got to. So it's, what's the difference? One, Ali is my close friend that I've known since I was a kid. Two, we get to the final game and I'm like, bro, I'm not killing my best friend. One of us is going to get, what is it, 38 million? Yeah. One of us is going to get 38 million dollars. You can take care of both of our families with that. So I, I you might as well that. just let it rip. Whoever get out, get out and take care of both of our families. Y'all know me, bro. I'm nah. Happiness over money, bro. 
I don't want y'all did all that yes. throughout the whole series. And then you and then we had that conversation of he's like, you can't be serious, like blah blah blah. We have to do anything. I want to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Like stepping into the game, I know your intentions. I'm like, all right, so I'm about to just fold. I already know your intentions. Like, I know you're trying to kill me. It wouldn't be about the bread. It'd just be about, I want to live. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> the bread's like secondary. If the bread's secondary, then you would you not try to convince your friend to say, hey, let's just not do this? That's what he was trying to do when they had the conversation, but he just wasn't hearing that. And then he and then he killed what's her name? Yeah. yeah. I would, I, I That's would the crazy. same thing. Oh, you would have killed her? You would have yes. walked over there and killed her? Yes. She's not my friend. She's not anyone that I grew up with. But at this point, I don't even know who you are. After but why you are you do, killing you've done her in the everything first place? I'm asking because I'm trying to get to this bread. But no, you're not. You just said you wasn't. <laughs> what you mean? Are you trying to kill her to get to clause three or to get to the bread? I didn't at that point in time when Song Wu killed that girl. He didn't know that the next game was going to be life or death, him versus his friend. Uh, he just thought he probably thought the same thing that he's uh, been thinking the whole time. That more than one person is going to walk out with I feel like at that point, he had given up on him and Gion getting out together. I feel like he was on his own at that point. Like, he wasn't killing her, so he'd be like, all right, now it's us too. No, that's what I'm saying. I would. Uh, oh, okay. I feel like I would kill her. I would throw the dudes off the off the bridge. Yeah, I would do all that stuff. If it's me and my friend left, in my mind, I'm like, all right, me and my boy is about to walk out with this bread and we can both take care of our families. Oh, but, yeah, so then once you yeah. figure out that you both then can't once walk I out. feel like, once I find out that it's going to be a fight, life or death, then I'm like, Damn, we might have to just squash this unless you're uh, actually gonna kill me. Uh, yeah, I guess would it'd be, be, would it be harder or right, for KJ, since you said you would kill um like your friend, would it be harder if like the whole time? <laughs> well, see, like <laughs> that's my thing though. I'm thinking about it more Song Wu saying, like, I'm gonna kill you. So like there's no talking him down. So I was like, he's coming at you to kill you. And it's like you sitting there trying to talk to him, or you know what I'm saying, like, let's let's do class three, like. I think that's why he ended up fighting him in the first place, because he was trying to get him to that point. He didn't really want to have to do it. So then he, you know what I'm saying? They got him on, he got him on the ground. He got him like butted up and stuff like that. And then he just killed himself. But he really wanted clause three. That's what he really you wanted. He actually wanted that? That's I think what, he actually was trying to kill. That's what Gian wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But Song Wu was trying to kill him. But yeah. he wasn't hearing that because he wanted the money. Yeah. So he had to yeah, that's get his point across. Like different from them. Yeah. I wouldn't want to kill my friend. I'm just saying that if my friend's trying to kill me and we in that situation, and it's like, there's no talking to him. Like, I just have to. We just Great, have to you do what you gotta do. That's what I'm saying. Then you gotta live the rest of your life knowing, like, damn, I killed Nick Jackson. You was trying to kill me. Like, <laughs> my bad, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I don't know, bro. I don't think I could do that. I wish he wouldn't have killed himself, though. I feel like he just thought he had nothing to go back to. Asanglu was just like, he was so much in debt. Like, I don't know what his family situation was. It didn't seem like he had kids or like a wife or, I mean, his mom was there, but I mean, I feel like he just kind of realized when he's on the ground, he's like, I'm bladed up. If both of us do clause three, nobody really wins. I have nothing to go back to. Like, he's obviously winning this fight. I might as well just kill myself. Do you guys have any idea that it was going to be the old man? No. That's, That's just zero clue. There's something off about him. When they were fighting at night, like, everybody was killing each other, and he stood on top of the bed, and he was scared, and he was like, I'm really scared. Like, you remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The front man stopped the game because he saw that oh, player one was actually scared who's running the whole oh. game. And mm. in the first game, red light, green light, he's like the only happy one because you know he's not going to get shot. Yeah. So he's Facts. just like running and like. <laughs> yeah, like I was, yeah. was kind of rooting for him in that thing. And I, I like figured it out. I'm like, bro, this. Yeah, oh, yeah, when, you no. came, when I came downstairs and you were like, bro, 
Player One died, I almost cried. And I had just finished it that day. <laughs> oh. And I was like, I, I would spoil it so bad. But uh, I was like, I can't. I'm glad you did it. I would have been sick. Did you see a theory that Gion is the old guy's son? Gion's birthday, at the beginning, he's like looking for his password in the ATM or something like that. He's like, it might be my birthday. And he types in August 26th. And then when they're in Squid Game, like in the Marvel one, you remember the old man was like, it's my son's birthday soon. Like, I have to give him a present. You remember when he, said, he was yeah. saying that? He's like, I forgot his present last year. It's August 24th, right? Like, his birthday's coming up. And he's like, yeah, it's August 24th, okay. And at the beginning, when he didn't want the regular milk, he said he only drank chocolate milk. When they were giving the food out, mm-hmm. he was like, I only drink chocolate milk. And the old guy was like, like you probably got, my son did the same thing. Yeah. He was like, you probably got spanked a lot as a kid, didn't you? And Guillaume was like, how'd you know? He was like, uh, my son was the same way. Yeah, it's like little stuff like that. Uh, we'll probably find out next season. That was dope. That was a good series. Yeah, that was a good series. For sure. Excited for season two. All right, we're gonna wrap up the show there. Appreciate you guys tuning in again. Our next episode, we have a special guest, very special guest. Uh, probably be announced soon. So, the coffee, uh, tune into coffee that. Guy. <laughs> coffee guy. <laughs> tune into that, and uh, really appreciate you guys again. Appreciate y'all. Thank, Thank y'all. you. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy duty rotisserie or rust resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood pellet grill. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.